Just because you're a Virgo doesn't mean that you get to be an asshole. Your astrology, human design, Myers-Briggs, and Enneagram type don't exist to give you permission to bypass the personal development that you need to do. They exist to support your personal development. In this episode with my spiritual guide, that's right, this is my personal spiritual guide, A.C. Brown, we get real about all things in the Spiritual Self-Development Toolkit. Tune in and learn the difference between astrology and human design, how to best use human design in your life, business, and relationships, the five different human design types, and why spiritual self-development can offer you a stronger foundation than personal development alone. A.C. Brown is a psychic channel, spiritual guide, and founder of Goodnight Darling Co. She knows what it's like to live in a mental space of self-doubt and fear and overcame that through trial and error, taking risks and betting on herself. This led to a successful launch of a products-based business featured in InStyle, Redbook, and West Elm, and was the catalyst for her psychic channel abilities, which had been hiding from her since her teens. From the outside, it may have looked like she was all over the place, but internally she knew her one thing. Accepting her psychic abilities helped her figure out where and why she belonged. She fell in love with human design as a tool to help her clients live from their core instead of their conditioning. She speaks to audiences full of multi-passionate entrepreneurs. Her three three favorite topics to talk about are spiritual self-development, radical commitment, and brand innovation. This is such a special episode because I swear AC Brown has helped me so much in my own life and I am positive that you're going to walk away from this episode with new insights of yourself. And if you're not already into human design, I can assure you after this episode, you're going to want to learn all about your human design type. Now, whether you are new to the podcast or a loyal thought leader, please take a moment right now to hit pause and download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. And if you dig this podcast and you want to connect, shoot me a text message. I'd love to hear one major insight that you gained by tuning into this episode. The number is 1-781-336-0160. And if you prefer email, hit subscribe at rubyfreeman.com forward slash subscribe. And then finally, if you have any questions or just want to say what's up, reach out to me on social media at I am Ruby. Now it is time to dive into spiritual self-development and human design with AC Brown. Welcome to today's Thought Leader, where I'm challenging you to rise up, speak up, and create a movement. I'm your host, Ruby Fremont, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to gain visibility, build a cult following, and create impact while increasing your income. Join me every week as I dive into raw and real conversations that will help you amplify your presence, influence, and impact. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready, thought leaders, and let's make shit happen. Hey, thought leaders, I am back and I'm super, super excited because today, well, two reasons I'm excited. One, we're going to be talking about human design and two, we're going to be talking about human design with my personal spiritual guide, 
and human design coach, AC Brown. AC, welcome to today's Thought Leader. I am so excited to share you with the audience today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, it's it's so nice to finally be on a podcast with someone you've been working with for a while. The energy is a lot different, but it's so juicy. Mm, yeah, because you know some of my deepest, darkest secrets. <laughs> yes, and we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep those secrets still. <laughs> She's like legit um, my dial a support if you want to call it that or dial a vent if i, I need like to that. vent <laughs> i like that i like that. so so ac has caught me in some moments let's just leave it at that but all good moments that you have grown from and that you have conquered like a bad bitch oh i like that so conquered like a bad bitch thank you you're welcome <laughs> i try i try um so where do I want to start? I want to start with, first of all, human design is something that came into my life in 2016, actually, when the coach that I was working with at that time, he was like, do you know your human design? And I said, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Like, I can tell you my astrology, but I don't know human design. And he didn't... Um, you know, just a quick, he's not a human design expert, but he was like, oh, cool, you're a projector, and then left it at that. And I was like, okay, I have no idea what that means. And then I started reading stuff online and started scaring myself in regards to like my energy type. And I was like, wait, I don't think I want to be a projector. How do I get out of this? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. And I ended up in this place where I didn't understand human design, but I also started to look at my design as a bad thing. Mm. Um, and I didn't understand how to work with it. You know, the world of astrology feels more familiar because people have right. been talking about it for lo longer. FYI, there's AC has a dog and he's just a little old dog that she adopted. And so he might be barking in the background and we're cool with that because we love dogs. Good guys, because it's it's a it's an animal kingdom over here sometimes <laughs> in my small, tiny, big apartment. Uh, so thank you for that exception. Yeah, of course. Um, so where I was going with that human design piece is once I started to understand more in regards to how human design works, and I started applying it specifically to my business because my design being projector, mm -hmm. we run things differently. Very. I always felt like I wasn't at par with my peers. Um, but now since I've been applying these, these, this, my energy type into my business and understanding how that works, I love my business that much more. I love my life that much more. Everything feels better. Well, that's good. But by the way, <laughs> both of my dogs are projectors. <laughs> so let's let's start there first. Both of my dogs are projectors. The one Frenchie that's barking away. There's probably someone walking in the hallway. I apologize. And I hate to bring attention to it, but I can't help it. I literally did everything I could for my projector puppies <laughs> to get them quiet. But they just said, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to bark now. <laughs> Which they never do at this time. It has to be someone in the hallway. Yeah. But so I'm a projector. You're a projector. Um, human design has changed my life. I've been in the system, if you want to say, like a, mm. for about 10 years um, this July. Wow. I've been studying it, um, figuring out myself, all of that stuff. 
because I stumbled upon it very interestingly. I was doing, I was, I had a photography business and my photography business, um, I wanted to get into commercial photography. So I decided to go get an internship at a commercial photographer's area um, where I just moved to in the DC, Maryland area. Mm -hmm. And so I was there. And so one of the uh, makeup artists there, the resident makeup artist, she was like the super yogi. She was like, AC, I just completed 30 days of yoga and I am just enlightened. By the way, I'm a manifesting generator and blah, 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 this that, and the other. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And she started telling me about it. And I was like, oh, I'm definitely a manifesting generator for real. I'm a manifest, <laughs> I manifest shit. You know, that's what I'm thinking because uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that sounds like me just doing things and, you know, responding. And, and I was all into Abraham Hicks at the time mm-hmm. and just super like, oh, yeah, I'm totally a manifesting generator. And so she was like, well, go ahead and take the test. And then I'm going to send you to this lady. She's going to read your chart. And I said, OK, cool. And so I took the test and it was like, you're a projector. I was like, excuse me? (laughs) I'm like, what is this? And, you know, I was like waiting for an invitation, waiting to be invited. What do you mean? That doesn't make any sense. And then as she's explaining my chart and going over my chart, and then it was just like major life fail. Like I started like, crying almost Mm. because I was just like oh my gosh this makes so much sense now Mm -hmm. this is why this didn't work out this is why that didn't work out or this is why this was a great opportunity because of the way things were supposed to happen and so my whole world was kind of blown up in front of my face Mm. to not in a bad way but in a way to make me understand the energetic output that I was always putting out and I wasn't receiving back Mm. and it started to make sense. And then it was just like, wow, so I shouldn't have done this or I shouldn't have done that. And it wasn't about totally just um, being like, woe is me, but it was really about just assessing your life in a way, especially all the way down to relationships and to getting into different colleges, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. It would just, everything really just started making sense. Mm. And it became, I was like, I have to learn this. I have to study this. I have to like show the world. Cause at the time I also did my life coaching certification as well. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And a friend, a friend of mine, we were going to open up a human design life coaching business. So we started taking all the certifications, all of that stuff. And then she was just like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I was just like, okay. She's a manifesting generator. I was just like, <laughs> okay, cool. And so I was just like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to do this by myself. So I put that idea to the side and I just started using it and implementing it with myself first mm-hmm. and practicing if, if you want to say with myself and then I started studying getting deeper and deeper and deeper and then showing other people about it and then fast forward years later here I am mm. yeah I love that you applied it in your own life first and I had a very similar experience of you know once I started incorporating like my design type into my way of showing up in life and in business, I discovered that there's so much more to this. Um, 
than even astrology can provide me. Like I really, really am on a human design like train right now. I love it. And it, it almost validates what I've, I feel and what I have experienced in my life is what I found is like once I really understood what a projector is and once I really understood what waiting for the invitation is to be able to look back at my life and say, oh, now this makes sense and now this makes sense and this is why I always lead myself into burnout and this is that why this cycle and this pattern doesn't work. And um, I really, really wish more people got into human design because I think it would help them uncover more of how um, life can work with them is the way that I look at it. But I was listening, I've like binge listened to your podcast, FYI. And for those listening, AC's podcast is amazing. It's called Is My Aura On Straight? So go and subscribe to that. But um, there was one episode where you were describing the difference, you were describing the difference between astrology and human design. And I love the way you explained it. So I'd love for you to share. Well, I have several analogies for but my favorite. Um, well, one of my favorites is that if, because uh, everybody's built something from Ikea, um, mm-hmm. if, you know, if astrology is a finished Ikea bookcase or desk, human design are the instructions on how to build it. Or if you've ever been to New York City, um, if you think about the boroughs, like the boroughs or astrology, like uh, houses, um, you know, first house, second house, or all of that. And then the subway system is human design. So mm. I like to say that human design is the steps that you need to fulfill your astrology chart. Because your astrology chart, your natal chart is saying, this is what you should be. This is how you might act. Human design is that, okay, this is how you take the steps to actually get there Mm -hmm. with the decision making. That's why human design is so accurate when people come across it, Mm because it's really about decision making Mm -hmm. and making those decisions that are in alignment with your destiny and your purpose. Right. That's a great way to put it. I love the IKEA analogy because I'm just imagining me prior to really learning about human design and really prior to working with you feeling like I had a a room filled with Ikea furniture that was still sitting in the box or in pieces on the floor and I had no idea how to put it together. You're like, what am I doing with this stuff here? Right. It's like, oh wait, human design. Now I can build it. (laughs) Um, I'd love for you to provide a brief, if you could describe each energy type in like one or two lines <laughs> oh god <laughs> two or three whatever you need but just to give our our listeners a synopsis of the different energy types. i can do that so we have your generator family which are generators and manifesting generators they make up the majority of the population Pure generators would be Beyonce or Oprah. That's probably the easiest. Um, and if you look at their careers, when you talk about business, they have longevity or they've mastered something. Mm-hmm. And then you have manifesting generators, which are like Rihanna and J-Lo. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Bethany Frankel is a manifesting generator. So if you look, they are into multiple things. They have multiple wheelhouses, multiple things under their umbrella that they have mastered. Mm. Um, so that's a good way. And then you have projectors um, and a projector, Barack Obama, um, Cardi B, um, Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, you know, she's a 
projector. So very insightful people, leaders. I mean, Cardi B's loud, but she has a defined throat. That's another conversation. <laughs> so that's different. But um, you can even look at her story with the kind of like the rags to riches kind of thing. And mm-hmm. same with Obama, rags to riches. Not, I mean, he went to Harvard, but, you know, not rags, mm-hmm. but, you know, that underdog kind right. of mentality or princess diana she's also a projector so that you know she was just you know i don't know how many removed bloodlines you know she had a little bit of royal blood in her mm-hmm. and then they found her and i'm like oh okay now you're a princess so that's <laughs> you know how the projector kind of life is mm-hmm. then you have manifestors um manifestors about eight percent of the population manifestors are people who just do stuff. So Maya Angelou, um, JK Rowling, those are manifestors. Manifestors are very good writers. Mm -hmm. So they just initiate. And then you have reflectors. Reflectors revolve around um, the energies and what's going on with things. Um, Two manifestors in your audience might know who Teal Swan is. Teal Mm -hmm. Swan is a reflector. Um, And also Sandra Bullock is a reflector. Mm. So if you look at those kind of energies as just little mirrors for for that for each um, energy type Mm. and then what do you I mean other than having almost like the how to like how to put your life together how to put your business together what do you feel is really or what are some of the greatest benefits of integrating human design into your life and your business life-wise making decisions and moving in the world in a way that is i would say beneficial towards your overall being just mm-hmm. you being you business wise it gives you a sense of security in how you need to market the type of clients that you will interact with the actual type of work that you will thrive in doing mm-hmm. so each aura type has a different energy system per se a different ecosystem that they can either work really fast or work really long hours um one or the other um but if when you don't honor that you're like forcing yourself to do things that you shouldn't be doing or you you know you're working against the grain when you should be working towards the grain when it comes to human design especially mm-hmm. in marketing mm-hmm. and your business so yeah those are the things yeah it was interesting because i think before really under like really understanding my energy type i was depleting myself in the space of marketing and then the other thing i found that was really cool um and insightful was you know as a projector we're seeking recognition mm-hmm. love being recognized and when my clients don't recognize me or acknowledge the work that we're doing, I can tend to get like wrapped up in my own sense of self-worth and maybe it doesn't bring value to them and, you know, down the pitfall of worthiness. And I realized a pattern that, oh, it's my, like my manifesting generator clients aren't as vocal about the work that we do. They are not. And my husband is one. (laughs) Manifesting generators and projectors. I'm not saying it can't work in any type of relationship level. It is very challenging because manifesting generators, and I've noticed that too, they, and it's not that they don't want to give recognition. Mm -hmm. They assume 
they they think very differently. They yeah, it's almost like they assume that it's it's just like it's, you should know, right? And it's just like no, I don't. You have to tell me. <laughs> I have no clue you feel that way. Um, I have no clue you're thinking that way. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a a struggle. Um, with the projector and the manifesting generator, and this is in all levels, business, relationships, it's a very hard pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a favorite of mine at all. Um, and it's not saying that it can't work, but it's it's a lot of hurdles and struggles that you have to overcome, especially on the communication front, mm-hmm. um, that sometimes, depending on where you are at in your life, for me, I don't have the patience. <laughs> I'm just like, Lord, please do not send me a manifesting generator husband because I don't want to deal. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that at all. Oh my God. It's funny because, you know, Kevin, my husband is a manifesting generator and um, we have found it insightful for both of us to learn more about each other's types. So, we do so by listening to your podcast, FYI, and reading your posts. So it's like it's like, it's like therapy for us. Um, but learning about each other's types has actually helped us create a stronger bond because That's now great. he understands mm-hmm. that I have this need to be recognized. So even though in his mind he feels that, oh, of course, like I appreciate my wife and like I love her and like I appreciate all but these things she's doing. But telling makes yes. all the difference. Yes. And I, and I share these stories about my, my husband and my client because I want to show our listeners like the different ways in which this can be applied, but also how helpful it can be in their lives. And um, I mean, in my point of view, the, the more I know about myself, the better. And human design is one of the, just one, one thing in the spiritual toolkit that I can learn about um, and learn how to harness and bring into my life. Now I know you do a lot more than just human design. I mean, you're a spiritual guide, you're a psychic channel. A lot of the work that we've done um, will often dive deeper than human design. Uh, And I love your spiritual yet grounded approach to everything where things don't feel so woo-woo or out of reach. Right. <laughs> right. I like how you smile right. at that. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Um, but I'd love to talk more about um, something that you had mentioned which is like spiritual self-development because mm-hmm. I mean, really we bo- both work in the field of personal development right? and spirituality is kind of intertwined in there. Um, but a lot of the spiritual work out there does feel a little, um, I mean, too woo for some people not grounded. Right. right. And I think, well, I mean, I, I haven't, I, started saying spiritual self-development because of that Mm. because I find it being a mix of spirituality and self-development and putting the two together um, because we all have our own journeys and our own backgrounds and experiences and I think why I'm so relatable and why people resonate with me because I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, guys, just light a candle and all of your problems will go away. And it's just like, uh, no, that's bullshit. That can't, you know, that can happen. Especially with me, my approach 
to spirituality and human design, all of these tools, astrology are very different because I'm a woman of color. Mm -hmm. So right then and there, I have a societal disadvantage Mm -hmm. against that whole realm, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it is, I have to tweak the systems Mm -hmm. for myself because you know, if you if you're looking at regular projectors, it's just like, oh, you know, sit on your ass and wait for an invitation. It's just like, uh, no, girl, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I have to show up to the party. I might have to wear a bright yellow. I might have to do a little dance and wave around a flag right. around. Just like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm over here. And then the invitation comes. So it's just not saying that working more, but I just have to tweak the systems. So mm-hmm. when it comes to spirituality, especially being a woman of color and a lot of just people of color or just people who've come from religious backgrounds and who are starting to get away from that, they ha- they're like, well, what does this mean? You know, I grew up in church mm-hmm. and I like crystals now, but I was told that crystals are bad. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, all of these things that, certain people have dealt with that they want to explore other things and spirituality is not about the tools you know the crystals the sage it's really about your connection and your relationship with whoever you call god or higher source Mm -hmm. and that spiritual space along with the self-development moves you towards your destiny helps you find your purpose, helps these things get revealed to you. So combining them Mm. makes sense instead of putting them in these separate buckets of spirituality, self-development. It's just like, no, they're the same because as you grow as a person and you get more connected to source, whatever Mm -hmm. that source is for you, you automatically develop yourself um, Mm -hmm. in ways that you could never imagine by using spirituality using those, you know, the self-help books, you know, the teachers, the thought leaders out there who are, you know, telling you can do this, but you also have to find that own groundedness in yourself to want to act. And I think doing both of them helps you better. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Like what I'm hearing is, I mean, what comes to mind actually first is when people dive into astrology and then they learn about their sign and they're like, well, I'm a Virgo and I'm this way and this is the answer and this is the tell all be all thing for everything. And that's not the case. You know, even within astrology, there's something called your moon sign. And I find I found that my moon sign was more telling than my sun sign. And then we have our rising sign and there's all these things. But then in combining that with human design and combining that with the work that I do in the personal development, business development, the mindset development, it's like the alchemy of all those things is what has helped me evolve, um, I think, in a much stronger way, or at least with a much stronger foundation. Oh, absolutely. Combining all those things. And that's what makes you a better coach. That's what makes me a better coach is that... Mm -hmm. When you are on your own, and I think we don't talk about this enough as coaches or thought leaders, showing your own self-development, your own spiritual self-development journey Mm. makes it better for your clients. Mm -hmm. Because if you have someone who is so stuck in their ways and like, no, I know, I know this, I know that, and that's that, do you, you know, you shouldn't really want to coach with them because they need to be constantly on a journey of improvement and learning new things and trying new things and exploring new things to come back and teach you or just to say, hey, I just was going through this four months ago. This is mm-hmm. how I overcame it. Um, and we don't have that transparency all the time. When I work mm-hmm. with my clients, 
I'll sit there and cry with them on on the you know Zoom because I'm like, I know what you're going through. I was just there last year and this is how I overcame it. And I think for me that that helps more because, you know, it's it's okay to be that person who people come to and look at as this, you know, grandiose kind of personality and things. But it's also nice for people to say, wow, you know, Ruby's just like me. She mm. cried about this or AC's just like me. She cried about this. And so having all of these tools, another thing that happens too is that people get so wrapped up in them. They're like, well, I'm a Virgo, so that's why I'm an asshole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, you're an asshole because your parents ignored you and you have some inner child wounds that you need to deal with. It just so happens to be that you're also a Virgo. Like no offense to Virgos out there, but identifying with all of the things, you know, the Enneagram and everything, it's almost sometimes it does give us permission to hide behind totally titles. And, you know, I always tell people, use them as what they are. They are tools. So mm-hmm. yes, I'm a projector. I'm an Enneagram five, you know, I'm an INFJ kind of thing, but I'm also AC Brown who had this type of childhood who grew up this way. So that impacts how I express my Enneagram five, how I express me being a projector, Mm -hmm. how I express my INFJ, my childhood, my experiences, all of that helps. It just, you just express those things, those titles differently. That's Mm -hmm. that 20%. I like to say all of those tools, everything's about 80% accurate. The 20% that you can't get rid of is your background, the way you grew up, whether you are religious or not, your socioeconomic status, all of those things, that 20% is how you express the 80% of what's in your charts. Mm, Yeah, I love that. I love that you brought it back to, you know, our personal stories, our traumas, our wounds, because we all have something, you know, we all have the journey that we've lived and that does influence uh, who we become. Um, and so we're not just, you know, I am a Virgo and it, it, yes, people can say I am critical and I am a perfectionist and I have overcome a lot of my perfectionism ways and perfectionism for me, I did it for different reasons than maybe the next Virgo or the other mm-hmm. Virgo and all of these things combined again, like it's the alchemy of you. It's like who you are, but you can also then tweak and adjust. Or what I've learned is like you can tweak and adjust and and shift things around to step into who you really want to step into. Yes. Uh, which is powerful. And and it's important that people listening understand that just because you are INFJ or just which by the way I am, just because <laughs> you're Virgo or just because you're projector or manifesting generator, that's not an excuse for your right. behavior. For you not to heal your traumas, for yes. you not to fix those things. Now, like I said, it does you express yourself in that way, but you can, you know, I know I always say if you want to know a bitter person, find a projector man who's not happy in his life because projector men who are not happy in their life, they don't know that they're projectors. So they're acting as generators mostly. A lot of projectors think that they're generators and Mm -hmm. we um, express that a lot in our childhood, teen Mm -hmm. years. And 
projector men suffer the most because mm-hmm. they don't know their projectors and they have this, you know, the ego, the t- testosterone of being around majority manifesting generators and generator men. And then they're always acting like that. Mm -hmm. And then they wind up becoming bitter if they're not successful in their life because they just don't have that energy and they don't understand why. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a projector guy friend and he knows he's a projector, but you know, he's always pushing himself. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, listen, relax. And he's like, all right. And so what he does now is he actually takes a week off a month and he doesn't do anything um, because he hits it so hard the rest Mm -hmm. of the month in his job. Um, in his career. So he just takes a week off mm. and now that's working for him because yeah. he was getting really burnt out and he was, and he's super in shape and he was sick. And it was, I was just like, that's because you're overworking yourself mm-hmm. and you have, you can't move like that. And he's just like, why not? I'm just like, because you're a projector <laughs> energy. It's like, yes, I do. I'm a man. I'm like, no, you don't <laughs> like relax. <laughs> Yeah. And, and so even with him in understanding that he was able to create an adjustment in his life correct, to unlock more energy for him so that he can start feeling better, which is powerful. It's right. like you, and, using it as a tool. And that's what, he, and that's what all of these things are mm. tools. Mm. They're tools and everyone's personal toolkit to help us become our best selves Mm. and that's really all they are they're not just the end-all be-all it's a tool so human design is a tool astrology is a tool the Enneagram is a tool you know the Myers-Briggs they're all tools Mm -hmm. and then once you know the tool about yourself you can use that to help yourself in your business you can use that to market you can use that to communicate with people Mm -hmm. um you can use that in your relationships Mm. you know especially human design and relationships and astrology it's so powerful just on you know the loving how to love styles and the communication it's just so powerful that it 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 just when you put two people's charts together and i love this and you just get to see all of the magic that they can create mm-hmm. together. Um, it's really powerful. I mean, if you're paired up with the right person, you can really rule your own personal world. And I, mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that too. And speaking of charts, I think it's important to say this. You know, growing up in, in the newspapers, there's always like the astrology section and in the magazines you read growing up, there's the astrology. Oh, the perfect match for this is this and the perfect match for this. So I always a, a thought, that my perfect match was Scorpio. You know, my first husband was a Scorpio. It didn't work out. Um, my current husband and forever husband is Scorpio. And I was like, mm, his vibe of Scorpio is a little different. It's got a different flavor. And I couldn't put my finger on it. And then I discovered moon signs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, his moon is Capricorn. That explains a lot. But I share that because Again, like don't get stuck in, it's almost like don't get stuck in the stereotype of, of the thing. Because there's so many layers. Oh God, so many layers. And I'm like, I'm like at the surface still, I feel. And this is why I lean into experts like you for advice. It's <laughs> because so there's many. so much. There's so, so many much. layers. I tell people all the time, you know, let me see. Well, you know, people are like, oh, I just met this Capricorn. And, I, you know, I've just, I don't like Capricorn. 
<laughs> and I don't, I don't like them relationship wise for me. Um, but I, you know, I would say, let me see their chart. And then I look at their chart and then I'll say, oh, okay, no, this could actually work. Cause it really depends on your moon sign. It depends on your rising sign. It depends on those things. Mm-hmm. So there, and it depends on your Venus. It depends on your Mars. It depends on how you communicate. And then with human design, it depends on your aura type. It depends on your profile. It depends. It's so many nuances of things mm-hmm. that you can't stereotype there because there's so many opportunities for it to work. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And again, so important for everyone to understand, like it's, there is no end all be all solution to fixing all your problems. <laughs> right. 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 There's no end all solution. Yeah. And, and, but when you combine all these different tools, you gain a deeper perspective and understanding of who you are and you start to learn different ways in which you can design the reality that you really want to live, which right. is powerful. That's the most powerful part is that you can design and you can work with the tools that you already have to make better decisions about your next steps. Mm. Yeah, so important. Um, AZ, we're at the end of this episode, and I'm wondering, do you have a final thought for our listeners today? My final thought would be to show yourself a little grace, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially during these times. Uh, it's hard out here um, for a pimp. Um, that's a movie reference. Hopefully yeah. That. Um, it is hard out here. Um, and don't be so hard on yourself. Um, now is a time to really look in the mirror and not to judge, but to say, hey, where do I want to be in the next six months? So it's not about six years. It's not about a year. Shoot, where do you want to be next month? You know, where, where do, do you have energy for that? That's mm-hmm. really what you should be focusing on the now, mm-hmm. the most immediate thing, um, just because we don't know what tomorrow holds literally mm-hmm. the world has changed in the lad like you know before everything's changed so much so the things that we did before we have to do them differently now mm-hmm. um and that doesn't make it worse it just makes it new and we just have to get used to that new normal yeah yeah i love that AC, thank you so much for sharing your presence and your magic and your wisdom with our listeners. If they want to get more of you, where should they go? Of course, the Instagram. That's my jam, um, AC <laughs> Brown. You can also um, find me on YouTube at AC Brown. And my podcast is my aura on straight and acbrown.com. Amazing. So I'm going to have those links and more in the show notes. AC, thank you so much for being in my life, for providing me with the support that you do. I'm going to message you later today with a little something, something, but (laughs) I really, really appreciate you and your views on spirituality and human design and astrology. It's just so refreshing to have a grounded take and also to see how all of these things can work together um, in terms of personal development. So well, thank, thank you for you. having me. It of course. Pleasure. And to our listeners, thank you so much for joining AC and I on today's Thought Leader, where we are challenging you to rise up, speak up, and create a movement. If you dig this episode with me and AC, please drop a rating and review on iTunes and be sure to connect with us on Instagram since that's our favorite. My handle is at I am Ruby. And I will see you back here on Monday for a brand new episode of Today's Thought Leader.